0: Welcome to Drive Your Own Adventure with Benjamin Starr. With holiday parks and resorts across New South Wales and Queensland, find your dream destination with Ingenia Holidays. Welcome to Drive Your Own Adventure. Well, today we're on the Atherton Tablelands up here in a beautiful setting. And uh, we've got Candy and Paul who run Skybury with us to tell us about this fantastic place that, uh, well, is a family Entrepreneur, father-driven enterprise, <laughs> like the Starship Enterprise.
1: That's a good way of describing it, actually.
0: So, what is it about coffee then? I mean, yes, it's a, it's a lovely tree, but what is it about coffee? Is it the experience that you like to provide people? Is it?
1: Um, I think the exciting thing for us is that we're Australia's oldest coffee plantation. Um, we're not that old, thirty odd years now, and we. To me, there's more doors opening all the time. So I'll give you an example. We're working with a young gentleman at the moment called um, Oliver James, um, an absolute passionate coffee geek, and he's quite happy to be termed that because he uses the word himself. And basically what he's saying is that they've pushed the envelope as far as they can in terms of what the barista can do. They've also pushed the envelope as far as the roaster can do. So now what they're doing is they're coming back to the farmer. What can the farmer do to make my coffee taste a little bit different to the guy down the road and the guy down the road after that? And for us, it's great because I guess we always knew that the flavor started on the farm. It's just taken a long time to get that full circle and for everybody else to accept. It's like wine, you know, it's done in on the farm, the way you change your flavor profile and it's the same for coffee. So you can take coffee from one tree, process it 10 different ways, you're gonna get 10 different tasting coffees from the same tree and that's what makes it really exciting so through those opportunities that we've got with this collaboration we've kind of opened ourselves up to getting back on the international scene making a stand and saying hey listen australian coffee is amazing try it Mm -hmm. because there's a little bit of um a downer out there, I suppose, um, but I'm just talking about Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, you know, where the coffee scene's really vibey and all the hipsters are into it. So, we're trying to crack the hipster market. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone wants the hipster market, yeah. even in radio.
1: You know, that's what Ollie's saying to us. You've got everything you need here to set up a coffee facility where hipsters want to come from the city, they want to come and hand pick coffee, they want to process it, they want to make their own batch.
0: Ah, so now it's about giving them the experience. Yes. Mm. You're providing the tourism. template. Right.
1: Yes. So, so this is
0: a whole new way of, of tourism. C-
1: could be. I mean, it's all it's all kind of stuff. We've sat around with a glass of wine in our hands and said, why not? Mm-hmm. But let's see what happens. Mm-hmm.
0: I much prefer coffee martinis, but there you go. I'll take well, the wine we second. We could do we coffee, could
1: do mati- coffee mati- yeah, yeah nati- that's fine. Well.
0: Hipsters love that stuff.
1: Hmm. What about coffee wine from the cherry? Because it's a fruit.
0: Never tried it.
1: No, I don't think anyone's doing it yet. No. So that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Tell me, when you, when you walk through the property, do you have a deep respect for these trees? I mean, what, what's, the, what's the feeling when you walk through there?
1: Mm, sometimes yeah. I think of them like humans. And you're always evaluating them that way. You know, why are you displaying those symptoms? What are you short of? How's your water? What do you need? It's like being a mum. And, I'm, you know, my brother's the same. My dad's the same. And then we all kind of confer. And I go out and have a look. Yeah, no, I don't like it. So he looks at his soil analysis or leaf analysis or his fertiliser. It's always just like tending, constantly tending, nurturing in order to get the best results.
0: So you mentioned before that uh, no longer can you just be a farmer and open up your gate and go, I'm going to water that crop and then I'm going to sell those things there. And uh, you've got to have scientists on board now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You've got to be very knowledgeable and aware of what the industry is doing, where the industry is pushing. Um, what's the next step and it's all it is and there's a lot of I guess um, regulations coming into you know with being we're not in the reef catchment but we're conscious that what we do impacts the land and we basically there's a a very solid philosophy that my dad set in place he wants to leave this land in a better state in which he found it and that's how we farm those are the principles behind our farming
2: does that come at a cost Actually, I think some of the best environmental protection measures we've put in place on the farm have have actually saved the farm money as well. Um, So I'll give you an example. So we capture a lot of our runoff um, and we recycle that water and put it back through. So that runoff might contain some nutrients which the trees haven't taken up. Um, So that's great for the environment because that nutrient load doesn't go into local watercourses. It's good for river systems. It's it's good for the environment. But it's also good for our bottom line because we've reduced our fertiliser use by 10%. And that's worth tens of thousands of dollars a year to us. So, you know, we're very conscious that we're custodians of land, really. We're we're there to pass it on. Um, Yes, notionally, we own it, but really we've got this as farmers you have a real deep-seated connection to the to the soil um soil is king the health of your environment and your soil health and that kind of thing really sustains your farming enterprise all the other stuff you can deal with cyclones and all that sort of stuff we can deal with but looking after your land um and then the land will look after you
0: what do you want people to learn when they come on a
2: trip say to cairns do you want them to come up here and experience what I think it happens before they come. So, if you look at our domestic market, it's predominantly Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, um, and Adelaide. And, and and I think the showcasing of the region starts in those cities. So it starts by those people experiencing our coffee or our red papaya or Mariba mangoes or avocados, um, and, and they get a they get a, a a taste of the tropics by doing that. Then in turn that drives demand for visitation geez i want to go and see where this stuff's grown because it tastes gorgeous and and it's consistently good and if you look at all the best foodie type destinations around the world and and, and australia you know tassie tassie didn't wake up one morning and say we want to be a food destination Mm. they really leveraged off the back of their quality produce Mm. and that's what they were known for and then but uh, then the pattern of visitation started because people wanted to explore the source of that produce. And I think the Atherton Table lands in this region is on a, uh, is on a similar journey and that's what really excites us. So it, it, it's about showcasing our produce in market and then getting people up and they can get into Cairns quickly. There's great accommodation, great facilities down there. Jump in a high car, come and explore, and, and, and actually get onto farm and, and see the care and attention which farmers put into mm. producing the crop. Mm. Um, and most people, if they really haven't experienced a farm before, they're blown away by you know, you know what's involved in getting that piece of fruit down to a Harris Farm market or a, a Coles or a Woolies or whatever it might be. Um, I mean, we do take uh,
0: in the city all that for granted. I mean, I used to teach kids that had never been to the beach and or kids that had never been to the country, you know. And it's sort of like you really... Uh, I'm amazed sometimes you used to have to take people out at 19 to show them how a cow makes milk. It was almost like, are you serious? They'll YouTube it, but that, that doesn't give you the experience. You've got to actually go there and do it. So when people come here, what, what can they experience? What, what can they do? Can they walk through and have a look at the coffee uh, plantations and...
1: Um, Unfortunately it's a little challenging for us because um, we've got 80 staff, so our vehicle movement's probably in excess of 20 vehicles on the property at any time, moving around. So, But they can come and have an insight. We've got, we've got a, I guess, an interactive visitor centre where there's um, signage they can read, the roaster's going from time to time so they can watch the roaster going. Um, we've got a provador as well, so they can come and see jams and pickles and chutneys being made. Our staff are very engaging. Um, we're right in the centre of the property as well, so you can hear the noise around you. As time allows, I think we will expand into that and allow people to visit a part of the property. We just have to put the, I guess, the mechanisms in place to allow that to happen safely. So we'd love to get you know, the coffee harvester up here when it's not being used so people can have a look at how that's working. Um, we've got equipment that's, that can be brought up and, and have used as demonstrations. so it's small scale stuff. Um, so we're very conscious about what the visitor can do and we keep pushing to, I guess, make their experience bigger and better on each time and what we would say to them is come back and visit us again because we'll have something new for you Mm.
0: now you were talking about other revenue streams in businesses so tell us about what you had to do to create another revenue stream
1: yeah I think the term is vertical integration that seems to be the the it word if you like um, and for us it's about value add so we grow papaya which is our predominant crop and we have a lot of wastage um, a lot of it's driven by consumers unfortunately because they want the perfect fruit and it just nature doesn't work that way it, it it has bumps it has lumps it has scars from where it grows on the tree so that product we have to discard um, so what we've Coming up with as ways of using it, so whether it's be a jam, chutney, a pickle. Paul's always doing work on t- juicing avenues, freeze dried, um, and there's big talk. You know that is something the government is working on is how to maximise farmers' wastage. It's you know they say what is it, a third, Paul?
2: Mm, can be up to a third. Um, so you know the, there's a real push from farmers to look at ways of of, of raising revenue from that that waste fruit. Yeah, and, and when you think a third of ...produce being wasted at, at any one time. I mean, it's, it's shocking, so they're saying really.
1: a third of everything we produce in Australia is wasted. It doesn't go to... It's not sold. It's literally ploughed back into the ground. So they're talking about kind of centralised hubs... ...where farmers can put their excess... ...and that's what it should be called. It's not waste, it's that's excess. Nice. Surplus to requirements. Let's put it into a facility where we can either... The basic is generate fuel from it. The other might be to value add and you can it. And then you can ship it all over the world. You can feed people... You know, it used to be paddock to plate, maybe it's pill to plate. Mm-hmm. Let's make it into a pill that the oldies can take, or those who don't have access to fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting to see what happens. Um, for now we just do what we can on the on farm, but I think in the next four to five years we'd like to do a bigger project.
2: The staff are one of our key assets, um, so again I'll give you an example, is, is, is the guys picking papaya in the field, you know it's hot, dirty work. Um, they're out there five days a week 52 weeks of the year sort of thing Um, but they're not just pickers for us they're quality control they're the guys who are identifying problems in the field they're grading fruit as they go they're 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 part of that quality journey um and so it's not just a case of you know put everything on the trailer don't worry about it We, we we're actually empowering them to think um and 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 to do the best job and and uh, we've got a really good senior management team in place, um, and, and we get together once a week, and, and, and we share the vision for the business, and, and, and they're part of that as well. And um, it's really empowering, isn't it? It, it? It's good. We don't, as a family, we don't keep everything to ourselves. Um, we share, and, 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 and that's worked well. I think the, the, uh, the staff really appreciate that. There's a spirituality with
0: working on the land too, isn't there? Hmm. I mean, I notice here you've got the Aboriginal kangaroo on your shirt. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah? The, the custodians of the land, have the they taught you much? The
1: land. Absolutely. Um, to value the land, to be respectful for it, Yeah. So, And we continue to learn as well. Mm. Mm. I don't think you'll ever stop.
0: No. Well, we started with a coffee. What is this lovely coffee we're having? And tell people how they're going to get here. So they arrive, they're on location in far north Queensland. What's the best way to get here? What should they see on the way up the hill? And what should they see on the way down?
1: Mm. I'd probably do a good triangle. If you're starting in Cairns, come up the hill via Coranda. You can stop and see the markets there if you wanted to. Then make your way up to the plantation. Have coffee with us. You're drinking a house roast, which is our most popular. Um, Aim to spend a couple of hours with us. Have a light meal. Have a big meal if you want. Everything on the menu features our pawpaw and coffee, so you have to have it either way. It's all incorporated. Um, then have a you know go and read our interp stuff watch our videos talk to the staff they're very informative they'll tell you about our papaya and our coffee and then i think when you're ready to head back down the hill i'd probably go via lake mitchell and then go through the dane uh, go via uh, mossman and port douglas and then you've got the coastal road on the way home that's a full day's trip very scenic pretty
2: i think what i would say to the visitor is um if if, if you're planning to spend four or five days in this region um, then double it because um, there's so much to see you know people know Cairns and Cairns is the gateway to the region no doubt but just the sheer diversity of experiences you can have up here um, and and all in a a relatively small geographical area so on the coast you've you've got the rainforest and you've got the beaches and and, and you've got that, that city vibe in Cairns which is a really laid back tropical city come up to the Atherton Tablelands it's cooler um, you know, really beautiful vistas and scenery and produce and that kind of thing you can sneak up to the Daintree and experience the, the world's oldest rainforest and, and have a range of experiences up there you know, just the, the destination um, has got so much to offer um, and, and really get out and explore jump in a hire car and, and, and just take your um, take your 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 own time and 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 explore and and you know what we're only um this farm is only just over an hour away from cairns international airport the distances are are, are not big
0: now what's the website that we can go to
1: nice and easy www.skybury.com.au
0: Fantastic. Well, we've been chatting with Candy and Paul here today. Thank you very much for your time, guys, and thank you for a wonderful insight to what you do as a career and the insights of tourism and ecotourism. You're doing a
2: great job. Thanks for coming up, and thanks for your interest in our part of the world. Time for a coffee, I think.
1: Another one, yes.
2: Thanks for
0: listening to Drive Your Own Adventure with Ingenia Holidays. With holiday parks and resorts across New South Wales and Queensland, Ingenia Holidays offers the ideal place for an extended break, weekend getaway or short stopover. Find your dream destination with Ingenia Holidays at www.ingeniaholidays.com.au.